You're listening to the Chancellor Pink Podcast on Chancellor Pink Radio. I wanted to make a little podcast reminding us all that we are human beings before we are men or women, before we are black or white, and before we are Americans or non-Americans, and before we're Republicans or Democrats. And it's a very dangerous thing to start thinking of because uh, people are born in one country or another, that means they're a particular way anyway. Um, and it's dangerous to think uh, if they're in the United States and they've elected to, to be Republicans, and they, even if they've supported Donald Trump, that they are a certain way uh, that is different from us that we could never be. Um, it's clear that those that are still standing by Trump through everything, including uh, his uh, ludicrous claims that the election was rigged, which he made prior to the 2016 election, uh, expecting to lose. And when he won, he, he suddenly didn't hear those claims anymore. And then he made them prior to this election. When he lost, he just wouldn't let it go. Like a crazy man, obviously. But you see these people holding on to that, believing in it, being stirred up by his lies and the insurrection. And you say, what is wrong with these people? How, you know, these, these are authoritarians. These are people that have so much hate in them. And you talk about them like they're over there and it's us and them. But a recent example, something happened with respect to the, uh, the storm on the Capitol uh, that I think highlights the point I'm trying to make here, which is, you know, be careful how strongly you distance yourself from bad actors of any kind, uh, except perhaps serial killers and people that do these extreme acts of hate and violence. But I mean, those that are gullible enough to believe in a particular person or candidate and get stirred up and fall for their lies and get to really dig their heels in and buy into the us versus them mentality, black hat, white hat, Democrats are bad, evil. I mean, I've fallen prey to that during uh, this uh, presidency because he, he, he forced it on us, right? He forced us to take sides with respect to the media. He forced us to take sides with respect to the NFL. Uh, with respect to racism, with respect to, because I have very different thoughts on racism in America than many liberals and many black people. And they would, and they have accused me of being racist because I dare to, to object to some of the things they whine about. And I think exaggerate to a certain extent, other things they complain about, they're a thousand percent valid, but I mean, you're not allowed to have nuance in this current climate. You're not allowed to have certain issues where you feel, you know, more right uh, and then others where you feel more left. You're not allowed to have these moderate middle ground opinions because then you're wishy-washy and you're not taking sides. You've got to take sides and it's a war and that's it. Very dangerous, very stupid philosophy, very short-sighted. And um, I don't think that just because clearly – Donald Trump is in a black hat and he has managed to stir up people while being really an awful human being and an awful person and doing a lot of awful things with respect to the law. Um, you know, there, 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 there are still examples even in his presidency of the fact that people are still people and capable of doing the right thing, namely the, 
the judges appointed to his courts who refused to buy into the ludicrous lies of a false election, the Supreme Court judges that he nominated that he thought therefore would, you know, do everything down the right wing line who did things such as uh, protecting the rights of transgender people as uh, under the Civil Rights Act. Um, and then, of course, not taking up uh, a case about the election. Uh, and there are many examples like that. Um, and, and, and just because people vote one way or another, and maybe if you break them down to talk about their views of people, you might see some deep-seated racism or some thoughts that are off the wall, doesn't mean that in various other aspects you could agree completely with them. You might find that as a sports fan particularly, you, you, you know, you both root for the same team and you agree completely on what should be done with your team. Or you might find that you both love the same type of music or movies. Or you might find that uh, uh, both of you... Uh, feel the same way about nature. I mean, it is true there can still be conservatives, Trump supporters who, for example, believe in protecting the environment and who understand and do believe in global warming uh, or climate change. And, um, and it's true that there are liberals who can still think that black lives matter went overboard with their protests and uh, some of the violence and some of the overriding protests were just not really even about issues. Um, and just to touch on that real briefly, I will say that I think a lot of these protesters, just look at them. Look at the crazy people that stormed the Capitol. Look at that, their beards and their clothing, their tattoos, where they're located, their way they talk. Look at the people, the Black Lives Matters group, and listen to a lot of those people talk and the things they think. And what you come away with <laughs> is, uh, sure, there's no, it's a false equivalence. I mean, protesting the fact that police murder black people at an alarming rate, uh, unarmed black people, that's just a reality and it needs to change. And we have a real serious problem in our police force. But I also resent it, I resent still the thought that uh, police in general are always treating white folks great. I mean, I think the problem we have is with the police. Uh, racism, yes, but also just in general with the entitlement and the behavior of our police forces throughout this country. I think there's some major issues of corruption and especially with respect to hormonal use, steroidal use, and how it uh, causes them to have trigger violence and anger. And uh, I think there are a lot of common issues of this. And Wives of police officers have filed uh, lots of claims, uh, PFAs, abuse claims uh, in divorce proceedings. Uh, my ex-wife has had a really good friend of hers who she believes was killed by the police because she was married to a police officer. And it's a big, long story, but the point is the facts behind it certainly show the conspiracy, <clears throat> how cops can band together and um, – and can lead to basically other people dying and then frame the evidence so that it looks like they're not at fault um, because they have the power to do so. I mean, that's common sense. So I mean, there's, there are issues with the police force. So they, they, they regard white people as well as black people. But certainly uh, the incidents of blacks being uh, killed are much higher than whites. And certainly black people being pulled over have more of a reason to be afraid, but certainly they don't act that way, do they? Certainly, if you look at all these videos, they're mouthing off, they're not listening, they're fighting back, and um, they're not just complying. And uh, most white people, even though we do get preferential treatment, understand the the fear 
that is warranted with respect to police officers. Understand the abuse of process the majority of police officers engage in. Understand the deadly force they carry and their willingness to use it and their ability to frame the evidence so that they get away with murder. And so we we try to comply as much as possible. We become as docile as possible because we want to live and uh, and we end up living. Uh, whereas sometimes these black people are not complying and they run or they grab at weapons or they fight back physically uh, and then they end up not living. But that's another issue for another day. The point is clearly it's a real issue. Racism is a real issue, but clearly, clearly, just as clearly, there's a, an extreme exaggeration that's has been recently allowed to go way over the top by black people alleging racism on everything, playing the race card all the time now to the point where it's really obscene. But guess what? It's jo- join the get in line, join the join the club with all the other obscene over the top uh, extremist viewpoints that have become the norm in in America these days. Why do you think Donald Trump? He has promoted this us versus them black hat, white hat uh, mentality and everybody's taken up from the Me Too movement, women versus men, to the blacks versus whites, to the to the trans versus gays versus, you know, straight, to the cis male versus everybody else, to the patriarch versus women, to the and certainly the Republicans versus the Democrats. And now the Democrats versus the Republicans. And none of this is getting us anywhere. And it may seem overly simple to say we're all one, but we are. Uh, we are all human beings. And in particular, I think what we need to remember is we're all equally vulnerable to being awful. And case in point, following the storm on the Capitol, I came across online th- through reading a news story, this 40-minute a real-time video shot of the uh, what went on inside. And up until that point, this was probably the day after. So right after the, uh, the you know, like January 7th. And uh, when I watched this video, it was stunning how offensive it was, how violent it was, how much worse it was than, than it looked watching from those cameras on the outside on, on television when they were covering it live. And of course, that's just gotten worse. The more we see, the more footage that comes out, the more we understand the depth of this attack and the violence of it and the planning behind it uh, and the cruelty uh, behind it. It's just repulsive. Uh, But in watching this 40-minute video, what I thought was interesting is it was openly posted by a guy on Twitter and posted to his um, YouTube account. Now, this guy had a fake name and a cartoon picture of himself where he the cartoon was a black guy. In the video, the guy who's filming it sounds very white to me. Um, and he's absolutely inciting a lot of the violence and playing along with it and saying, fuck, yeah, let's do this and all that kind of stuff. And... Uh, my, uh, if you looked at his comments on Twitter, people were kind of accusing him of that, saying, dude, you're part of the problem. You're, you were one of the insurrectionists. And he was saying, it's called fitting in. It's called undercover work. I'm a journalist. I'm in there trying to film it. I had to play along so they didn't, you know, target me. That's what he claimed. 
Okay, so I actually took the time to watch the whole 40-minute video that he posted. And in it, at the end, shows the shooting of the woman who was killed. Um, and you see it in real time. And he's the one, the film that came out where they all show that on TV. That's his film. So I'm watching it, and I he, he, he posted it noting that the shooting was in there. But I'm watching it straight through, and it doesn't come till the last five minutes. Like I said, it's a 40-minute film. But what's clear as I watch it is this guy, every time he goes up to the police, he's telling them, dude, hey, I, look, I'm just looking out for you, but you should really you know, let us just do what we want because there's tons of us back here. They're all coming, and it's going to get bad. I've seen people get hurt out there. I don't want to see you get hurt. I'm just trying to do what's right. And it's just such bullshit. He gets up there, and he hus- he's trying to hustle talk these cops to basically you know, let these, 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 these maniacs come in and, and wreak havoc on the Capitol. And it works, you know, because the cops are afraid because there are a lot of them. And they were woefully, woefully underprepared because partially it's an inside job. And you can see that in this film too. But the key moment is when they get to the doors right outside the house uh, chambers hallway or whatever. And so they're barricaded and the and the chairs and tables are stacked up on the doors and the Secret Service is in there because they're actually protecting, you know, the Congress, the congressman there inside. Uh, he's the one filming it, this this alleged journalist he sees oh there's a gun there's a gun and uh, but before that and then the woman gets shot before that he is the one that goes up to the cops there are three cops in front of those doors and he talks them down off their 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 stand he talks them off their post and he says the same bullshit he was saying down below like dude you know there's all of us we just want to make a path we just want to make a path get through make a path it's like turn around turn around you don't make a path you don't get to go in there. There are cops here. There are doors barricaded. There's shit set up. You don't get to go in these doors. You know, you don't, you're not, you don't get to be where you're standing right now. This whole, your whole presence here is unlawful. Anyway, the three cops walk away and then he's the one, the cameraman, the guy filming it, narrating it, who says, let's go, let's break this bitch down or let's, you know, he incites them to start banging on the doors after he's the one that talks them away from the doors. And of course, while that's going on and they're banging on the doors, he says, oh, there's a gun, there's a gun. And the girl who's a maniac outside, the dead girl, boy, was it exciting to watch her die. I'm sorry. I know that sounds awful, but she was a fucking maniac. She was a complete piece of shit outside, ranting and raving at the cops when they were still at their post, circling around, coming back, yelling, screaming. She was totally lost her mind. She became a radicalized, crazy, lunatic terrorist. And so, of course, (laughs) she's the one that decides to climb up and get boosted up and go inside first. And she gets shot and dies for it because you ain't getting in here. Do you not get it? This is unlawful. Back the fuck down or get shot. So she had it coming. She was a maniac. She was a, you know, if you watch the videos of her before they were marching down, she was a maniac. If you watch some of her rants from before in her life, she's a maniac. This bitch is a maniac. Anyway, RIP, good riddance to her. But this cameraman got her killed. Because he's the one that talked the cops away, and he's the one that said, let's go, let's hit this door. So I see that, and I'm like, this guy's a liar. And I'm watching his YouTube carefully, and I see his fake name, and I'm like, this guy's not black. This guy sounds white as white can be. Uh, I don't remember seeing his hands. Oh, and he announces as he's marching through, I have a knife, I have a knife. He tells everyone around he has a weapon. 
He says many things that make him very, very culpable. And he's marketing the video because he wants to make money and be popular. He wants to get clicks and he wants to, he's just being a whore. He instigated the event while he was a part of it. And now he's trying to market it. And I'm watching this guy saying, oh my God, what a, what a sleazeball. And now he's trying to pretend like, and then I went back and I, and I saw this guy was at all kinds of Black Lives Matter uh, protests, mostly out West in Seattle and things like that in Portland. And I see that um, he was acting this journalist part on their behalf and instigating things and running around like a maniac and filming it all, playing, uh, you know, wartime journalist, <laughs> photo journalist, trying to win, you know, a Peabody Award or whatever it is that they give to those folks. Um, but, and it was obvious to me that this guy's just uh, an insurrectionist, a... Um, I forget. There's a name they give it, but um, give to people like that. But clearly, he is. Uh, he's on every side that causes chaos. He's an anarchist. He's a nihilist, and it was obvious to me that he's one of the bad actors in this, uh, in the Capitol siege. And so I, uh, on a post by I forget who it was by on Twitter. Oh, I think it was David From. He had posted a little video that was not that impressive. And this was, again, in the early, early days when the video was just starting to circulate online of how awful um, the terrorist overthrow of the Capitol really was. Um, so I posted as my comment to David Frome's post with the video that he posted, which was not that impressive, the link on YouTube to this guy's 40-minute video. And I said, please watch this. You know, the shootings at the end, this is this. I think this shows it's an inside job. There are police standing around or police backing down from their posts. And I said, and this cameraman should be arrested. I said, whoever this guy is, he absolutely insti helped instigate it all. Well, well, of course, don't you know, some woman sees that she re retweets it on her profile. But all she tweets above it and quoting it is hashtag FBI hash like she just tags my post. My post, not the video, she takes my post and tags my post for all these law enforcement offices. So I immediately blocked her and deleted the post because, you know, it's like, bitch, if you want to bring this video that this guy posted on YouTube, who I said should be arrested in my post, if you want to bring that to law enforcement's attention, you can go to the video, which the link is right here in my post. You can find it, click on it. And I, I think she did. I assume she watched it. You can take that video and post it on your profile. You can post it on your profile, tagging all the law enforcement officers. It's not hard. It's not going to take you any more than another five seconds to do that. But to retweet mine and not even comment, she didn't like my post first. She said nothing. It was clearly a statement by her then that, um, I don't know, you might be part of it. You might, you had access to this video that was open to the public and the entire world on YouTube, you posted it. So therefore maybe you're a bad actor. I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to get involved. I'm just going to get really involved and try to put this out there to every, you know, it was just one of those things that, um, our crazy culture does. It reminds me of once on Twitter, I posted something 
a sad post once when I was in a depressed mood, something to the effect of makes you wonder if life's worth living or some, something, something that was not suicidal per se, but was that, that was kind of down on the idea of life itself. And some guy retweeted it and, and, and hashtagged it, the suicide hotline and all these other groups like, like I needed to be arrested for having suicidal thoughts. That guy got blocked and the post was deleted too. But it's amazing how you get silenced, your freedom of speech, and to, just to share something online. I just take it down the moment some asshole causes a problem because I'm not looking to fight with fuck, fuckos, okay? I'm just looking to share information, share my thoughts, freedom of speech. I don't think I ever go overboard. I'm sometimes passionate, but I never go overboard. And when people try to take it up with me, I just basically back down because to me, Twitter is not a place to win an argument. And frankly, neither is this thing we like to call life. I'm not really into winning arguments in life. I'm not into going to court to fight legal battles. Just make up an accusation and you win because I don't want to bother fighting. You know, I, I, to me, life is way too short to stress out over all the crap people seem to want to fight about, take you down about, ruin your life. I just have throughout my life, let people ruin it by their accusations. They make up lies. I let them win. I let the lies hold. I lose people in my life. They think lies are true and I don't care because I'd much rather just move on and dump the assholes that were stupid enough to believe lies made up about me than fight about it. And that's just the way I've lived my whole life. I figure Give me the people who know better, who know me better, would never believe a lie. And those are the only people I want in my life anyway. So if some asshole comes along and makes up some lie and some fucko believes them, then that friend, family member, whoever it might be, becomes forever to me a fucko because they believe this asshole who made up a lie. So anyway, taking you back to Twitter, this broad retweets what I tweeted clearly implicating that maybe I'm part of some bad thing that went on. So she just gets blocked and deleted. I don't worry about it. I, I'm like, fine, I'll shut up. I won't share it. Well, as it turns out, here we are just a little over a week later, that guy was just arrested by federal authorities. So they didn't need this bitch retweeting my tweet to find him. I didn't think they would, see. This guy was openly putting it on his Twitter page, openly posting it on YouTube. The video speaks for itself. He gets the cops to leave their post where the woman is murdered, shot, not murdered, killed justifiably. That's actually was justifiable homicide. She was not murdered. Um, so where the woman is justifiably killed, uh, she, he caused it, clearly, or he was one of the causes. And at various points, he's absolutely one of the rioters, and he can't hide behind uh, the fact that he was filming a video uh, to pretend that he was anything other than that. And all his bullshit online is bullshit. And I knew that. And that's why I was suggesting this guy be arrested. It was pretty obvious. So even with my video gone and my bringing attention to it and my recommending that this guy be arrested, deleted because of the crazy bitch who, who retweeted me without further word and used my post to draw federal attention to my profile, which like, I don't want the FBI and everyone else scouring my profile. Thank you. You know, that's just not something I want in this world. And none of us should. Um, privacy should be important to us, all of us, because you know uh, that it, it, it lies are made up and bullshit can happen when you expose yourself uh, to the world. You, you expose yourself to all kinds of awful things. As a real quick aside, for that same reason, I would never put my DNA in on file at any one of these Ancestry.com type outfits uh, because I don't want anybody having my DNA in some file on a system with tons of other people. 
Because I don't know what's going to happen to that information, and I don't know how it's going to be misused or misfiled. And maybe I get arrested for murder when they mismatch my DNA by accident, and then I have to fight. Then I would have to fight back in court. I'm not going to let myself go to jail or the gallows on a lie. I won't go that far. I'll let people lie about me and get away with it just to move on, but not if my life and my freedom and my... Not if you know I'm going to spend time in jail or whatever. Not if I would lose my job or anything that extreme. But uh, you know, I, I won't put my DNA on file with someone because you know privacy matters and people fuck up and people have bad motives and there's just a lot of danger out there with all of us being so open uh, with our information. So uh, as I think we've all learned on Facebook over the years, I don't have a Facebook anymore for that reason. Um, haven't had it for years now. Um, but so they arrested this guy. Uh, I'm not sure what they charged him with, okay? Um, and now, shoot, see, now I, I, I remembered his name to, to be able to do this, uh, this uh, podcast. But, of course, then when I go to do the podcast, uh, I forget his name. So I'm going to have to – give me a second here. I know I, I can find it very quickly. Um, Okay, his name is John Sullivan. Now, here's the interesting thing about John Sullivan. First of all, he's, a, he's from Utah, which would explain why he was out there out west, involved in a lot of those uh, Black Lives Matter uh, uh, protests and stirring up shit out there. John Sullivan is black. And the picture, the black cartoon picture actually is him. And the voice that I thought was clearly a white guy in there. And I thought to myself, there's no way he's black. Because a black guy amongst those monkeys ain't going to make it. They're going to take him out. You saw what they were doing to journalists. They found out someone was a cameraman, a journalist. They were going to rip their heads off, you know. So how do you think they feel about black people? I mean, so many of those, you saw their shirts, their anti-Semitic shirts and so on and so forth. So they have a, they have a gallows they're bringing. Um, so I thought there's no way he's black because he's they're not going to let him be around them. You know, you'd have to be all white, lily white to go into that Capitol building or your life would be on the line. Well, no, he was black. He's black. Now, granted, you can wrap your head up, wrap your face up. And that's, you know, would add a little credence to his to his claims that uh, the reason he was saying such provoking statements was to fit in, especially if you're black around those people. But no, I'm sorry. He still uh, inst- instigated this shit, and I saw the video. Well, here's the story on him. Um, not only is this John Sullivan uh, being charged as one of the bad guys, but uh, the Republicans and the right-wingers are alleging he's Antifa, and they're alleging that he actually was part of the, part of the insurrections, which he was. Uh, with the Black Lives Matter movements, and they're saying that this proves the allegation that they believe then that that much of the violence and much of the unrest stirred up was done by uh, Antifa people infiltrating their outfit. Additionally, they find out that there's a CNN cameraman filming him film everything because apparently this CNN cameraman, and I don't know if he's doing it for CNN or on his own privately, He's doing a documentary on this guy, on this Randolph character. Uh, uh, and he's uh, Sullivan. Why am I calling him Randolph? John Sullivan. Uh, this Sullivan character. Uh, and so, of course, the right-wingers are saying this shouldn't CNN be charged with collusion because 
one of their people is with him, filming him, as he is doing this stuff that has gotten him arrested. So that's their, when you look at that, it's, it's alarming. Because here I was, seeing this video saying, this guy's one of the instigators. He's trying to pretend like he's not, but he clearly is. He gets arrested and charged with being one of the instigators, one of the, the you know, and, and not only that, he's involved in the one of the prime deadly acts of the shooting of that girl. Um, and here it turns out he's been rioting in the past with the Black Lives Matter movements, and he is black, and um, and it looks really bad. And so all of a sudden, this claim that Antifa was involved, it looks like, oh, my God, they were. And, oh, my God, there was, there were other influences in that building beyond the MAGA people, and they were some of the worst influences. And that's what you think. But guess what? Then you read a little bit more because if you're not a MAGA supporter, you do something called, starts with an R. I know you know it. Exactly. Read. You read if you're, if you're not a MAGA supporter. <laughs> Or MAGA member, I guess it would be. Um, you find out that he's an adopted kid. And his brother, I forget his brother's name. John, I think it's, no, he's John. His brother's Jake or something. They're both Sullivans. Here, they're adopted. Or he's adopted and his brother isn't. Or they're both adopted. I forget. Okay. I read it, but it was earlier today and it's not that important. But here's the point. Their adopted father's like a U.S. military guy. A white guy. Uh, high up. High up military guy. And he decides to adopt these, you know, black kids. And his brother, this, this, this black John Sullivan's brother, is a Proud Boy. He's a radicalized member of the Proud Boys. He's a pro-Trumper. And you read a little bit more, and you see that John Sullivan, although he was, uh, you know, purporting to work alongside Black Lives Matter, they didn't want him in their protests. There was shit being written last June, et cetera, about this guy saying he's an agent provocateur. That's the term they use, an agent provocateur. He's an agitator amongst us. He's causing violence. He's, he's stirring people up, trying to get conflict and violence to happen. And uh, we just want to protest peacefully. And, and they, they, they tried, they went to court and they tried to bar this dude from joining in on their protests because he's violent. Now, here's the funny part. He's not Antifa at all. There is no Antifa, first of all. I mean, there are people that might call themselves that, but there's no organization like there is the Proud Boys. But he's not. And if he's anything, he's a Trump supporter. But he's not even that, really. Although he has, again, if you research it, you see he's gone to speeches from Proud Boy people and joined alongside of them, and there's pictures of them with them all. So he's infiltrated and been a part of all those right-wing fascist-type people. And he was certainly alongside of them and becoming one of them uh, on January 6th. And his brother is openly, steadfastly one of them. Um, and their dad's this white military guy. We don't know what his leanings are. But the point is, uh, the point is that this John Sullivan sure as fuck is an Antifa. He sure as fuck isn't a leftist activist. He is a nihilist. He's somebody that has just put himself into all of this stuff and stirred the pot and f trying to film it and trying to become famous. He is a sociopath. He's a sicko. And I could tell that from his video. I could tell this guy's bad. But he's neither party. 
He's nothing. He's black, but he supports anti-black things. You know, he goes with the Black Lives Matter movements, but he stirs up shit so that they get hurt and shot. A black guy was shot in one of the protesters when he was there filming it. He probably had a part in that, like he had the white girl shot. Um, It's about him, and he tries to justify it. He's a mentally ill, and you see the picture of him when he was arrested. His eyes are gigantic when it's a, you know, sheriff's office uh, mugshot, and he looks crazed. And, 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 and you could just tell he's just a completely out of touch with reality, spin everything, make everybody his friend, uh, radical, who basically wants chaos and wants to bring down the government on all sides and the police and everything. And he, you could just tell by the way he was talking to the police. Dude, dude, come on. Like, you know, I'm just looking out for you. I just want to help you out. You know, you could tell this guy, man, this guy could sell broken down lemon used cars to... Uh, you know, uh, Mario Andretti. I mean, you know, you really need to use this in the 500 Daytona 5, you know, whatever. I mean, <laughs> he would buy it because this guy's a hustler and he's psycho and he's got no morals. And you could just tell that. But what? here's the point, the bottom line point. He's not Antifa. He's not MAGA. But he's more MAGA than Antifa. He's more right wing because his brother is and because, you know, he certainly played the role beautifully. Uh, on January 6th, as exemplified by his video. And that's why he's being charged. But here he's provided ammunition for the right, and they're kind of right in saying he's not really one of them. He really wasn't. But they're wrong in that they're not bothering to research and find out the minutia and get to the real bottom line and to see the detail. And the devil's in the details, my friends, as usual. And the detail says he's not, he's not Antifa. He's not leftist. Nor is he righty. He's just a fucking whack job. He's in there and he's stirring up shit on both sides. And he's a bad actor, period. And nobody should want him joining in their protests, you know. But um, that had me realizing, not knowing who he was, I assumed he was absolutely a right winger who was pretending to be sympathetic to the left just to promote his videos. Here... He's just a creep pretending to be sympathetic to whichever side he thinks makes it okay for him to share his videos and to stir up shit. And he doesn't even realize how his very voice on the videos and his behavior on the videos indicts him because he's fucking crazy. And he can't see past his own fame and need to publicize his behavior and uh, need to stir up shit, and he thinks he has a right to do that, just like the MAGA people thought they had a right to illegally storm the Capitol on January 6th. You see that in these people. They've just lost all... They've lost their moorings when it comes to the rule of law or any believing in right and wrong. But the bottom line is the guy's not a Democrat or a Republican. He's just a crazy person, and he's a bad actor. And I saw him and knew he was bad. Then it turns out, oh, he's also been part of the left or pretended to be. And um, and then the right sees that and they go, oh, that's he's left. That's it. It's all fake. You know, our people would have never done any of that, you know. And that's, I'm sure, what Trump's going to say. Now they're going to run with that. The fact that they found him and arrested him and uh, and he has ties to the Black Lives Matter protests and has videotaped them. They're going to use that, and they're never going to see the rest of the truth at all. They're not going to go any further than he's Antifa, he's a leftist, that's what they all were, CNN was with them, it's all fixed, we didn't do anything wrong, 
They're just trying, it's a witch hunt. They're trying to another impeachment, all this crap. They're just going to go with it again. But here's my point to you, dear listener. He's just a person. He's not an R or a D. He's not a MAGA. He's not an Antifa. He's just a deranged fuckwad who's finally getting arrested. And thank God, you know, he didn't understand. You go out on the streets and you stir up shit, you get away with it. You go inside a federal building and you stir up shit where a cop gets killed. You ain't getting away with it. So he didn't understand about the law because he's what he's I think he's like 28. These are young people. They don't understand. They spend their lives gaming online. They think everything's just fast-moving craziness. They, they don't stop to appreciate right versus wrong, laws matter. They don't see the reality of life. They see it all as you just go to bed, you crash, you smoke some weed, and you wake up and you do more of the same bullshit, and you're in your basement. And then if you, if you get out amongst it, it's just like a video game, and it's flashing and excitement, and you're fine because you're just playing Jake Gyllenhaal and Nightcrawler. You know, you're just out there taking your video, so you're immune from any blame. That's what these crazy people think. And then left blames it on the right, the right blames it on the left. And it just got me realizing again. And look, I'm not doing a false equivalence. There's no question that at this point in time in history, the right is wrong. The right-wingers are backing the wrong guy. They have been for four years. He's an awful human being, Donald Trump. He's immoral. He's despicable. What he just did is sedition. He should not only be arrested, but executed after the fact. This is a crime that used to have the death penalty. And I think we should bring it back just for him, especially to prevent him from running again, but also to stop his crazy people from buying into this cultist figure. You know, he needs to be stopped and they need to realize, no, no, break them. We need to break them of their spell. So I think through legal means, he needs to be, uh, first of all, get him out of office, get the new president in. And then every single legal outfit that can go after Donald Trump needs to go after him, needs to indict him, needs to convict him. And I hope that some of the crimes are bad enough that they could execute him. That's what I believe. I actually hope that he had died of COVID. It would have been better for everyone. The guy's just a terrible, terrible human being. And his death would help the world. Uh, it always would. It still would. Um, having said that, what I'm saying is, as for the rest of us who aren't Donald Trump ruined, who aren't as spoiled and awful and disgusting as this ex-president. We are still people first. We are still human beings before we're men or women. We are human beings before we are from Europe or America or Canada. We are human beings before we are Republicans or Democrats. And don't think for a second that you couldn't be turned into the same brainwashed idiot that these Trump supporters have become. If your cause and your person who is supporting the ideas you believe in started to spin bullshit and lies on your behalf, don't think for a second that you are immune from going down the same brainwashed, crazy path that these other supporters have done. We used to say for years, look at Germany with Hitler Take it with caution. Learn from it. You are not immune. You know, they said that they were just following rules, 
but he also was instituting things that helped them to the, you know, and they didn't want to fight back because they were being benefited and the people that weren't were not them. And the people that were being killed were not them. So they were okay and they would rather not turn the bad guys on them by complaining. Look at the congressmen who, the 10 of them who voted um, to impeach Donald Trump. They're getting death threats. They have the courage to stand up against the tide of their mostly brainwashed party due to the mostly brainwashed public who voted for Trump. And it's costing them. They saw the truth. They see the evil that is Donald Trump. They know he must be stopped. They stood up against him. And now look at their lives. They're living in fear. Um, And I'm saying to you that people are human. (laughs) They are weak. They are going to make decisions based on their self-interest even if they know inside themselves that it's immoral or wrong, even if they feel guilty for making the choice, they will perhaps side with a demented authoritarian despot in order to save their own life or to bring peace to their lives. I, as as I've told you, I've I've willingly allowed people to lie about me and to hurt me in ways in my life, permanent ways, in order to avoid being hurt worse by the fight. And if you fight and don't win, then what? If you fight and you still lose, think of the damage that has been caused you. It'll just be multiplied. So sometimes you make a decision. I'll take the hit, uh, lose some, but move on. And that way, the pain is less and the loss is less than if I'd fight and lose. Now, if you fight and win, the pain's less and you do better. And I, I have fought sometimes in my life too, and I've won sometimes when I fought. And they, they have been great moments, but they were not easy, my friends. They are not easy moments to challenge, to stand up. It takes time to fight. It's an ugly, ugly thing. And when all it takes is once where you do that and you don't win, and it just makes you want to give up. And all I'm saying is these, these Republicans who have bought into Donald Trump are in that situation, a lot of them. Do I fight back against my people when I, I clearly think they've gone overboard or do I just stay silent and play along because there's a mass of them and I am happy to have a group of people that I can call my own, even though I think they're crazy, even if they're doing things that I'm ashamed of, even if I feel slightly guilty, uh, I found my team and I'm going to stay with them. And I think that the idea that I I believe Democrats are less likely to be that way. I know that sounds terribly biased. I'm saying we're all human. And now I'm saying, yeah, but Democrats are a little better. (laughs) They have a little bit more of the moral high ground. But why do I feel that way? Well, just because what defines a liberal philosophy, politically uh, speaking, is empathy, more empathy for people that aren't you. I mean, that is the definition of being liberal. Uh, You open the door both financially and otherwise, to opportunities for people who aren't you, even people that you may not agree with, like some of these black people I'm talking about who have are always raging that everything's a racial battle and they're not seeing that it is also a human being battle. No, 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 you don't understand. It's us. It's because we're black. You couldn't begin to understand. It's just a racial battle. Okay, well, thanks for alienating me and go fuck yourself. That's my response to a lot of them. But... Uh, other people would say, oh, see, you're racist, you're racist, because you would right away 
write someone off uh, when they acted racist. I'm like, no, I just think that blacks can be racist too. And I, I get tired of it. And I, I wish they were more uh, reasonable and uh, could step back from their own situation sometimes and see it objectively from the perspective of all, because isn't that what we do as liberals, white liberals? Yeah, that's why uh, they have opportunities they never would have had. If we weren't stepping back from the situation and looking at the objective whole, these black people would still be slaves for Christ's sake. They would. If we hadn't stepped back and been empathetic and realized the wrongs that were being committed by our race, they would never have stopped. So all we're asking is for black people now to do the same sometimes, step back and look at the objective whole picture and not always look at it just from their racial perspective. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And there's certainly nothing racist about suggesting that should be happening more. But I digress. The bottom line is, I think that the reason I say Democrats are still less likely than Republicans to become whacked out cultist members is because we are more able on the whole to step back and look at things objectively and empathize with others who aren't us. And so as a result, we're less likely to just get sucked down a rabbit hole of me, 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 what supports me, them, them, us and them, us and them, bad guy, good guy, because that's not – how we think on the whole. On the whole, the reason we uh, vote Democratic is because we like to think more of other people's perspectives and we will vote for something that may be against our interests for the betterment of the whole. I've done this before in podcasts. The betterment of the whole is really what defines a Democrat. And it should be what defines a Christian because that's the way Jesus talked. And it should be what defines a human being. It certainly should be what defines an, an American because we're all about being a melting pot. I mean, my God, the betterment of the whole is the definition of everything good in life. But I digress. The Republicans are not into the betterment of the whole. They're into the us and them. They're into the me, me, me. And they always have been. And that's why I don't, I've always viewed them to be worse people because they're selfish, more selfish. Having said that, having said that, do not think for a minute that a Democrat is incapable of being selfish, that a Democrat is incapable of being a brainwashed cult member, that a Democrat is incapable of committing murder, inciting a riot, et cetera, et cetera. So when you see this case of this John Sullivan dude from Utah, and you watch his video and you see how he was a part of the MAGA people and clearly joined in with them, he didn't do it to stir it up and make a political statement and hurt them at all. That's ridiculous. That's insane. That's what the insane Republicans are arguing, that it was Antifa in there intentionally making it violent so that we look bad. No. And he wasn't doing that with the Black Lives Matters people either. He wasn't joining in with them to make them look bad. He's just a crazy, whacked-out fuck who wants to see chaos and wants to make videos out of it and wants to put them online. And... If you're going to pick a side that he's with, yeah, it is more the right because his brother is a proud boy. His brother is a Trump supporter. So, and I don't know about his dad, but he's military, white military. So uh, at the end of the day, I, it was a cautionary tale when I saw the news report. He was just arrested yesterday, maybe even overnight. I don't know. Uh, it says 16 hours ago. Okay, so no, it was uh, yesterday afternoon um, that he was arrested. And uh, it was a big, it was a big kind of kick in the teeth to me because I'm the one that said this guy should be arrested. I see the video right away. This guy needs to be arrested. And then I get tagged, you know, FBI on this guy, FBI on this guy. 
for posting this video. You know, it's like, it's on YouTube. Go to YouTube. Don't look at me. So they get they get the guy. He is black. He is uh, affiliated with, with the Black Lives Matter people. But he's also not at all affiliated with them. And he's just a bad actor and an anarchist and a nihilist. And at the end of the day, I step back and I go, wow, you watch the right blaming the left for this guy. And you watch the left tagging him with the right. And he's just a fucking whacked out crazy fuck who's light skin blacked, whose adopted father is white and, milit- and military. He, he couldn't be a more perfect example of the reality of human beings and the reality that we are all human here. And to say bad guys and good guys and villains, look, I'm not saying we all just need to heal. I don't buy that crap line either. We've just been put through the ringer of living hell with this worst, not only just the worst president of all time easily, but one of the worst world leaders in the history of the world. Okay, that's what we had here in the United States. And we still have 40% of this country supporting him even after he incited the insurrection that led to the death of six people, including two police officers inside the Capitol. We are still, we still have 40% of this country and a, and a majority of the Republicans supporting this evil, evil man who should be indicted, incarcerated, and executed, in my opinion. He should get the death penalty for what happened at the Capitol. He should get the death penalty for that alone, let alone whatever they find when they, when they, the other states and all that file charges against him. Maybe they'll find some evidence that he had people killed and stuff. I hope. You got to hope. You know, you just got to put your faith in the law. And that's what I suggest we all do is uh, take a step back. Don't bash, you know, our law enforcement agencies. That was Trump doing that. Don't bash our media's outlets. Don't let Trump. Uh, and, and, and that kind of paranoid thinking dictate America and how we operate. The truth of the matter is we have the best law enforcement agencies in the world. We have the best media in the world easily. Uh, we have the best political system in the world. We still do. We have the best judicial system in the world. We still do. Let's Let's try to have faith in all of us, mixture of people, in the government, where I work, mixture of people on all sides, mixture of people in the courts, mixture of people in the law enforcement agencies. And when you get into your line of work, and it's important, most of us, most of us don't bring to bear our prejudices or our political affiliations. We just try to do our jobs as excellently and as possible. And we try to stand up for what we take an oath to when we take that job, most of us. Don't look at the congressmen today and how they're violating the Constitution, which they took an oath to. Try to overlook that. Um, and, and But use the law and the Constitution and go forward and believe in America again. And understand that a Republican is not a particular type of evil person. A Republican is a human being who's just taken a slant on life different from you. And there are lots of common ground areas still, even in Republicans. There are. And there are lots of common ground areas still, certainly, uh, for if you're a Republican, in Democrats. There are. And we need to see that more and realize that if we just keep labeling people, when, when you dig behind the curtain and you see that there's a lot of John Sullivans out there. 
There's a lot of light-skinned black people who talk white, who fight for the blacks, but then against them, who also fight for the racist whites, but actually aren't really affiliated with them either, who are all just doing it for them because they're really just selfish and on and on and on. There are lots of people like that out there. And all of us should be joining together against those people. In other words, the Republicans and the Democrats should be able to agree about certain people like Donald Trump who are just bad actors, period. And it doesn't matter what letter they stitch to their sweater. They're a human being and they're bad and we have laws and we need to go after them with the laws and prosecute them to the fullest extent, including the death penalty if it suits if it fits as it does with Donald Trump with respect to sedition and insurrection of a riot at the Capitol building that led to death. And we also should stick to believing in one another going forward. Trump is over. Don't worry about the future for Trump. Trump supporters, they're going to take, it's going to be, it's going to be years of withdrawal and he's going to try to come back. But if we hit him with the law, he won't be able to. Impeachment aside, if we hit him with convictions, we get him with the law, and certainly if we get him with the death penalty, he won't be able to run again. So we just go for the legal remedies to the nth degree, and these people will come out of their spell, and we just have to give them a chance to rehabilitate, just like we as Democrats believe criminals can do, just like we believe even murderers can do. We don't believe in the death penalty generally. We try to rehabilitate people. Or put them in prison for life and use them and let them have their life still, at least. Most of us believe in that. I never believed in the death penalty. I've never advocated it before in my life, but I do advocate for it with respect to Donald Trump if they can uh, charge him with these crimes that I think he, he has committed here. And if the death penalty is available, which I think it will be, I think they ought to go for it with Donald Trump. Because I think at the end of the day, that would be a real statement by America that, yes, we slipped up. We had this horrible, horrible moment, and we put this disgusting person in charge. But he is not the Republican Party. We forgive you, people, if you come out of your spell. You can be a human again. You can stay a Republican. You can keep your right-wing uh, ideologies. You just have to understand that this man had you bamboozled and fooled, and the paranoid theories online are wrong these lies are wrong. Violence is wrong. We use the law. We use the law. And if in the law we have a right to put someone to death, we'll do it under the law, but no other way. And that's what we need to teach these people. That's what we need to advocate for. That's what we need to push for. And I think that we can do that. And, and I think there's room still to, to you know, get along and see each other as human beings and understand that we aren't one way or another, we are all of us capable of being bad and we are all of us capable of being wonderful. So let's try to be more wonderful. I love you. Yabba da boop bop.